Sunday, moms. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome back to the Busy Mom Podcast. I hope you guys are enjoying the weather in your neck of the woods. Uh, This is a great time of year to be in the Pacific Northwest because the rain has made things all fresh and clean and yummy and wonderful. And we're getting ready to uh, head into summer. By the way, I don't think I said hello to Dorinda. Dorinda and I are uh, co-podcasting these days and having a really good time just talking about uh, God's heart for moms. Mm -hmm. And we're going to continue with talking about discipline today. We did this a couple of days ago, talking about uh, child training. And if you are interested in finding out where I'm speaking, or you're interested in bringing a busy mom event to your area, uh, go ahead and get a hold of us by filling out the speaking request form uh, at the Busy Moms blog. Dorinda actually is in charge of those events. Mm-hmm. The ones for 2015 are called Fearless, and we are working right now yes, we are. on 2016. Mm-hmm. So really excited about what the Lord is doing. And uh, like I said the other day, we're going to have some exciting news for you <laughs> here in the coming weeks. So stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, uh, Dorinda, let's continue this conversation Uh Thanks for being willing to come back here and tackle this subject again. You know, it's nice we can do it from here where people can't throw tomatoes. I was going to say I, I may not want to leave the closet. That's right. Don't come out. Don't <laughs> go out of the closet. In here. It's so quiet in there, and there was no noise. There were no critics. Uh, I wanted to give some of the moms yesterday. I think we laid a pretty good foundation mm-hmm. for discipline, mm-hmm. and that discipline really is about relationship, ongoing relationship, in training your children, which, right. as we said, is not a bad word. Right. We are training our kids. And no, we don't mean like a dog. Right. We mean that we train them because children are not born uh, knowing how to do everything. Right. And it's an ongoing thing. I think training, yeah. the word itself, is about just a continuing yeah. thing. Yeah. That's right. Uh, when my son got a job recently at a shoe store at the mall, he had to go through training and he right. wasn't offended by that. Right. He knew that he didn't know how to do it. He didn't so say, I'm not a dog. He said, Yeah, he didn't say, I cannot believe you invited me to training. Do I look like a dog to you? Uh, it's funny the things that we get offended about in the culture today. But really, this idea that discipline is good, mm-hmm. that it is. Um, Something that even moms, I don't know how you how you have felt, but there have been many times over the 24 years that I have been parenting that I have not wanted to engage mm-hmm. in the discipline process. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even necessarily talking about a specific event. I'm talking right. about, I just wanted a break. You know? <laughs> I just, go ahead, do whatever you want. Take Sharpie marker <laughs> to the wall. I don't care. Spill turpentine on my new right. dress. Right. Whatever. Just mama's going to be in her bedroom watching TV. Right. Right. <laughs> Well, I think for me, it was, I wanted my kids to, I've always always wanted my kids to like me. Mm, Right. (laughs) You know, I want to have a good relationship with them. And to me that I'm always, I'm often confused by the, by what that looks like. Mm -hmm. You know, my first job is to be their mom. Yep. Not their friend. Yes. And I, and now as the, the kids have gotten older, I, I see so much more how important it is Mm -hmm. to train them Mm -hmm. along the way. It's really for their good and yeah. in their best interest, it, it's not about me. No, it's really about them and giving yeah. them the tools that they need to be a healthy, hardworking and adult. And we talked about this with chores right. last week when we were talking right. about you know having your children helping around the house. Mm-hmm. You're actually doing them a favor. You are. You have yeah. to keep that big picture in mind. Mm-hmm. You're not raising children to just be children. You're raising mm-hmm. them to be healthy adults. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there are many facets to that, and mm-hmm. um, that's our job as parents to. Yeah. It is. And I think that, you know, as we, you know, encounter hard things with our kids, Mm -hmm. 
And we're going to talk about that specifically today. Uh, I think it's really important for our kids to know, especially when they mess up, right? that we are rejecting their behavior. We're not rejecting the child. Exactly. And the way that you communicate uh, and the importance of communicating that with them Mm -hmm. cannot be overstated. Right. Just say, hey, you know what? I love you. And I have made mistakes in my life. I know particularly when when their little hearts are forming Mm -hmm. and their idea of who you are as their parent. Mm -hmm. um, I have met so many kids um, as adults, you know, as they, they they grew up in abused, abusive homes and I'll tell you what, it messes with their view of God. Mm-hmm. It messes with their view of authority. It, yeah. it messes with their self-esteem. And I've sat back often and just thought, man, I wondered, you know, if when the parent made that decision to to treat their child cruelly mm-hmm. or to say something that was so damaging that that stuck with that kid for the rest of their life, were they really thinking, mm-hmm. this is going to damage my kid for the rest of their mm-hmm. life? No, they weren't. Mm-hmm. They were in the moment. Right. They were upset. They were angry whatever. And uh, I think, you know, I'd like to caution moms today, you know, a bad day doesn't make a bad mom. I was just thinking that. But that continued pattern of saying things that you know you shouldn't say or behaving in a way that you know is wrong actually will come back to bite you. Yeah. It actually will. And the Bible has a lot to say about not exasperating your children. Ephesians 6, 4, fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training, there's that word again, and instruction of the Lord. And in Colossians 3, verse 21, fathers, do not embitter your children, or they will become discouraged. Mm -hmm. I love that the Apostle Paul says this because their discouragement is the opposite of encouragement. Mm -hmm. And when we're uh, disciplining and walking alongside of our children, we're supposed to be their biggest encourager. That's right. You know, we don't want to leave the scene right. while they're feeling discouraged. You right. know, we want to, and that's not to say that sometimes you don't pick something up and give it three hours and let everybody right. cool down. Right. But our goal ultimately is that our kids would know we are your biggest fan. Right. You know, your mom and dad, um, we're your advocate. That's right. We're advocating mm-hmm. on your behalf, and in this particular instance, this is what that looked. This right. is what that looks like. Right. And I think what you said was really good about sometimes we have to hit the pause button. You mm-hmm. know, the emotions are high, and that's all. That's a that's a part of that whole disciplining process is knowing when to just hit the pause button and everybody yeah. just kind of go to their corners. And that can be true with wait. a toddler or with it a doesn't teenager. Matter. Yeah. yeah. It it's doesn't amazing matter. how your kids can drive you to just absolute craziness. I know. Things yeah. you said you'd never say, yep. you end up saying. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, just don't mm-hmm. be afraid to take a little break mm-hmm. and just have some time to cool down and, mm-hmm. and ask Mama the Lord what out. to do. Yeah. And yeah. I, I've never regretted doing that because often that's the time when the Lord will cue me into something that I wouldn't have heard in the heat of the moment mm. if I hadn't taken that time mm-hmm. to stop and listen mm-hmm. and just say, Lord, I don't know what to do with this kid. <laughs> yeah. Because it's a heart issue. It I is. Mean, you're basically is. what we're trying to do when we're um, raising our children is we're training their hearts. That's right. why you know I I feel so passionately about equipping moms. Mm-hmm. I care much more. Mm-hmm. Well, not much more. I care. I think as much or or even more about equipping moms than I do about encouraging them. Because mm-hmm. it's not just it's not enough with our kids just to right. go. You can do it. Good job. Right. Good job. You've right. got to equip them. Right. This is how you can do it. You need tools. Yeah. These are the tools that you can use to walk mm-hmm. rightly before the Lord and to be successful mm-hmm. in your life and be able to navigate the culture that we live in, which, right. you know, as you and I have talked about many times, has become awfully convoluted. Mm-hmm. And discipline is part of that. Discipline is one of those things that has taken a bad rap from the culture. Yep. And it's one of those things where 
again, God's word so counter to the culture. Right. God says, you know, draw your children into your heart, mm-hmm. love them, nurture them, discipline them, mm-hmm. train them up in righteousness. Mm-hmm. God has a lot to say about discipline, and he cares about it. He does. He does, and he has, and I think the more that we're in his word and we get a clearer view of who he is, it allows us to be mm-hmm. able to see better what a good parent does does mm-hmm. exactly he and is the good shepherd. there are times He's that i've been confused we get confused because yeah. you know none of our parents were perfect they made yeah. mistakes mm-hmm. and so we're trying to do you know maybe better than our parents which mm-hmm. is great that should be something we want to do but mm-hmm. when i've been confused about what that looks like sometimes i'll just stop and think about what what would this parent look like to me mm-hmm. if i could think about what god would look like mm-hmm. and just the perfect parent you know mm-hmm. how would they do this and it's helped a lot because yeah. it's helped me get a better view of god he's got this perfect um balance of yeah. discipline yep. and of love and encouragement i mean love is discipline is love i don't want to separate those mm-hmm. two but there's many facets mm-hmm. to loving our sure. kids and discipline is one of them mm-hmm. so practically just uh we've got just about four more minutes and then so i want to just kind of touch on a little bit of practical application mm-hmm. for what this looks like and again uh you know if you're listening to this today you know that we're we're not advocating this is what you need to do for every child you've got to listen to the heart of your own right. kid you got to be in tune right. with your own child um but when you're in, you know when you're dealing with a toddler or a tween mm-hmm. or a teenager that discipline is going to look different. Walking mm-hmm. alongside them is going to look different. So I guess I'll just ask you, trying uh, to sort of step into the hot seat. <laughs> um, let's say that you're dealing with a, a toddler who's showing you defiance. And let me, I'll just define defiance as willful disobedience. Mm-hmm. So like, she, you know, she knows that you said, you know, no, don't touch the lamp mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, because, or like in our case, we have a fireplace. Um, right. The front of it is really hot. And so we've trained our kids, even in the summertime, we don't go near don't that. Near we right. don't go near it when they're little because they don't have the discernment. Right. So what happens in your home? What are some of the first things that you look for when you're training a toddler and you're dealing with willful defiance? <laughs> it's been a while, you know. I know, right? Your youngest is 10. I think it probably was looked a little different over the years. Mm-hmm. We did use, you know, we utilized spanking. Mm-hmm. Um, we utilized flicking the mm-hmm. hand. Yeah. Um, then I did find that there were a couple of them that really just being alone. Yeah, just that's how our, in their crib our, yep. for five minutes or whatever, mm-hmm. and they hated that. Yeah, you know, so it was really just kind of a process of even finding their currency as a toddler. But mm-hmm. generally, it was pretty quick. Mm-hmm. You know, sure discipline like the flicking or a, you know mm-hmm. swat on the behind or whatever. Well, and sometimes when you're talking about you know giving it a. a, a a toddler, a swat on her bottom. Mm-hmm. Boy, I'll tell you that beats you know blistered fingers. Absolutely, from the I've, I've from the seen stove. Other people's kids with blistered fingers, and it's mm-hmm. not pretty. Yeah, it's way more painful. Oh, way more painful <laughs> because you're trying to get you know their right. attention, and I think obviously it depends on you know if you're looking at a child who's being foolish, right, versus defiant. There right. again, you you need you know you, you need God's word. Me. Lord, help me mm-hmm. see what's behind the heart of this. Mm-hmm. You know, there have been many times when we've sat down. And I thought, you know, we had a, a, a like a 12 or a 13-year-old who was uh, being defiant. And a lot of times just sitting down and just, in fact, I just had this conversation mm-hmm. today with mm-hmm. one of my tweens and said, you know, we're, you and I, we're, we're better than this. Right, right. <laughs> we, we've got a better thing going on than this. And, you know, he looked me right in the eye and he said, you're right. Mm-hmm. You know, and that immediately mm-hmm. diffused mm-hmm. the situation. Mm-hmm. Just to be able to say, 
I, you know, you know that I love you right. and I know that you love me. Right. So can we just get past whatever this thing is and talk about what's really going on? And that's the beauty of them getting older. Yeah. But when they're toddlers, it has to be quick because yeah. they forget. They forget. And it it really literally can be life threatening. Yes. Yes. You know, if your kids, if, if they yeah. haven't been trained to obey and to mm-hmm. listen, tune their ears. That's what we used to tell our mm-hmm. kids. You know, tune your ears for the sound of mama's voice. Mm-hmm. So when you hear mama, if she says stop, you need to stop. Right. You know, if mama says come back come back right. you know and and we and we used that in, in very simple uh, times like the dinner table you right. know we would say don't stand on your chair at the dinner table and i wanted them to learn that lesson at my dinner table right so that when we went to someone else's house <laughs> they weren't falling and cracking their heads on someone else's floor from falling right. off of a chair you know right. we wanted them to learn those things and i think when they're young like that so many of the issues that we deal with are safety issues right it's just, right. you know, this is how, you know, we don't drink gasoline, you know, <laughs> just, things like that. And the, as they get older, the issues change. And so does the method, right. you know, the methodology changes, but the heart never changes. That's right. The heart behind it is always love and to teach our children to choose what is right. And you make that right way appealing, mm-hmm. you know, like um, God does in his right. word. You know, I'm always right. telling people ask my husband and I, you know, frequently because we've written a Bible study for families, you know, how do you get your kids to love the word of God? <laughs> and, right. And the answer is you don't No, you don't get your kids to love the word of you can't make your child love God's word. You can't mm-hmm. make them want to do what's right, but you mm-hmm. can offer them a cool drink of water from mm-hmm. the word of God. Mm-hmm. You can make it appealing. And I, right. I guess I want to, uh, leave moms today with this idea that um, you can make it appealing Mm -hmm. to encourage your kids to walk in right relationship, to encourage them that you are there to be an advocate for them, that you love them, and that you want what's best for them. You want them to choose God's way, to choose the way of life. And I think for parents today, that's become a little fuzzy, Mm -hmm. you know, um, because the world says one way and it's so counter uh, to the word of God. Matthew 7 talks about the narrow way, um, that basically um, that we're walking a narrow path. And I think as parents, the challenge in this generation is to not only to teach your children to walk that narrow path, but you walk it too. Right. So if you want your kids to walk with the Lord, it's time for us as right. parents uh, to walk also with the Lord. Mm. Well, this is. I hope this has encouraged you. We're going to list... Uh, resources for this podcast up at the blog. Some of our favorite books, Dorinda has a list of some of her favorites and I've got a list of some of mine and we're going to list those things for you and probably link back to some blog posts that talk about this. And in the meantime, we're just going to encourage you, love your kids like crazy. You can't go wrong just by walking in love with your kids. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.